Hi, I'm Dean Crisp. Welcome to Straight Talk on Leadership. This is what we'd like to say is the no BS zone, where we give you leadership tips, ideas, and practical suggestions to help you become a top leadership performer. Our goal is simple. Help you become the best version of yourself and reach your highest potential as a leader. So sit back, turn up the volume, get ready to change your life. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Straight Talk on Leadership, what we call the No BS Zone around here. And today we're going to be talking about motivation. And motivation is one of those things that without it, nothing gets done. But with it, many, many things can happen and many, many great things can come to your life. So today I'm going to spend a little bit of time talking about how do we motivate ourselves and how do we motivate others? You know, a lot of times we can motivate ourselves. We just simply kind of look at a goal and then we kind of move forward. But then getting others to follow us can be a little bit more problematic and a little bit more difficult. And so when you think about that, sit back and listen. Now, every podcast we start with, we've been doing these quotes. So the podcast quote of the day is good things come to people who wait, but better things come to those who go out and get them. And that's kind of the focus of what we're going to be talking about today. That's attributed to anonymous. Not sure who said it, but I know one thing that's a dang sure good quote. When I think about motivation, the one thing that I think about is a word that comes to mind is synergy or harmony. And synergy or harmony is those things when things work together, things just seem to happen for the good. When you talk about creating a synergy around the workplace, people are on the same page. People understand the same why. People understand the same purpose, if you will. So when I was preparing for this podcast and preparing to talk to you with about motivation, the word that came to mind was neural harmony. And when I thought about neural harmony, I, I found that and I was like, well, what exactly is that? Well, that really means where your mind, body, and spirit are in cooperation with each other. They're in harmony. They're in sync with each other. And it made me think about, well, when I get my why, when I get my purpose and I get my mindset right, that creates kind of this neural harmony. And the best way to do that is to motivate yourself towards the cause you're trying to accomplish. So motivation kind of creates a desire. It creates a goal and it creates an inspired view, if you will, of what needs to get done. It creates within us this ability to push past the pain, push past the uncomfortableness, if you will, and push forward into getting things done. You know, David Goggins is a great uh, motivational speaker. Plus he's a former Navy SEAL and I've read his book recently, uh, Can't Hurt Me. And if you read that book, it's amazing how he changed his mindset to really get motivated to do things in life that he wanted to accomplish. He was a little bit of a failure in the military and the Air Force. He didn't uh, become a pararescue person that he had wanted to be. And so he dropped out, went back into his normal life and then kind of one day it hit him, he was going to do what he could do and stay motivated to reach his life goals. And he has kind of a different take on motivation. His take is that motivation is kind of fleeting, which I do agree with him. But he says that motivation, you have to be inspired to do it. And so what I'm going to work towards this podcast is helping you stay inspired. And how do you inspire others to really push past that point of pain and get some really good stuff done? And how do you do it together? Well, let's first, let's talk about what motivation is. You know, when I looked up the definition of motivation, it's pretty simple. It says the reason or reasons one has for acting or behaving 
in a particular way. The general desire or willingness of someone to do something. Now think about that. That's a fairly simple definition of motivation. We all can out there say kind of duh, you know, and talking about the no BS zone. Of course it's a desire to do something, but what separates one person from the other? What separates one person who will do and another who won't do? And so when we talk about motivation, it kind of reminds me, I, I kind of came up with these things. And if you've ever had me in class or you listen to me, I think a lot about leadership. And when I was thinking about motivation, it dawned on me that there's three types of motivation. The first type of motivation is you kind of want to do it. Well, what does that really mean? Well, that means that well, if you get a chance to do it, you will. That means if the opportunity comes your way and it's kind of a little easy, well, you kind of want to do it. The second level of motivation is you really want to do it. So I can remember a time in my life when I wanted to either lose weight or get a degree or whatever it is. And I really wanted to do it. But sometimes when things would come in the way, you know, my motivation would kind of wane and it'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll just do that tomorrow. I, you know, every single one of us, every single day, we go through these three motivations. And the third one is what am I driven to do? And when you look at kind of want to do it, really want to do it, and driven to do it, which one of those three really gets things done? Well, I know this much in life, that when I get driven to do something, I become much more intentional. And intentional is the act of just doing it and doing it on purpose. And so when you look at those three types of motivation, and it's amazing to understand when you get driven, things get done. Well, there's two types of ways to get driven. One is you drive yourself, what I call self-motivation. And the second is motivating others. If you're in any type of leadership position whatsoever, you're going to have to find a way to motivate yourself. You're going to have to find a way to motivate others. You know, leadership in today's world uh, really is a tough thing because a lot of times we focus on what we internally possess as a leader, not what we externally do as a leader. And I know one thing that some of the characteristics that I have internally, well, that'll motivate me, but what is it to create what I call a followership? And you really have to motivate others in order to create a followership. So let's jump right into self-motivation. And how do I motivate myself to become the best version of myself and to keep myself motivated and stay on track with what I want to do? Well, I've come up with these five tips to create this synergistic environment around yourself. It's important that if you are not motivated yourself, you will never get anywhere in life. And so there's a difference between when you motivate yourself, you have to judge what I call your effort reward. Meaning when I put out this much effort, what am I going to get in return? And so when we look at the fact, sometimes I get really demotivated because I say, well, I'm going to give a lot of effort, but the reward's not going to be worth it. You know, it kind of demotivates me, if you will. So these five tips will keep you on track when it comes to staying motivated and understanding that you have to motivate yourself first. So the first thing is you got to see the bigger picture. So I know in life that anything I've wanted to accomplish, if I saw the bigger picture and I saw what I was really trying to accomplish, I stayed more focused and I stayed more motivated. It's like when I started out going uh, to college and trying to get a degree, man, I had 135 or 40 credits to get, and I started at zero. Well, the smaller picture is 
every single day when I'm going to class or every single day when the effort, when I'm having to work and study every single day, when things get really tough, do I look at the bigger picture or the smaller picture? You know, leaders have to really see before and see more than others. And when you see that bigger picture, you have to stay focused on what that bigger picture is. You know, think about it in terms of weight loss or thinking about it eating right or things on a personal physical level. You got to see the bigger picture of what you're going to become. The second thing is, I know this sounds simplistic, but honestly, you have to be able to do what you're trying to do. You can't set these unrealistic goals or these things that are not, that you're not able to accomplish that are not in your specific skill set or what I call your wheelhouse. So you have to be able to do it. One of the things Max Dupree said was the job of a leader is to define reality. And when you're able to define your reality, you've got to know what you can accomplish. It's like for me at this stage in my life, for me to say, I'm going to go ahead and be a marathon runner. Well, realistically, could I really do that? I don't know. And the second question you have to ask them, can you do it is, are you willing to pay the price? And for me right now, that's just not something I could do. The third one is along the way, when you're set your goals, you see the bigger picture, you now define what you can do. You got to have small victories and small victories tricks our brain, if you will, in releasing dopamine. And dopamine is the chemical that kind of gives us satisfaction. You know, everybody out there has had a hit of dopamine. If you don't believe me, then look at your phone. Don't do it while the podcast is going, but you probably are. But look at your phone and see a text from somebody. When some text comes in and you text them back, you get this feeling of accomplishment. That's a hit of dopamine. And our bodies and our mind are designed that when we reach our goals and we get towards our goals or we get really close, then we start hitting ourselves with this dopamine and it really creates this desire, if you will. We kind of trick ourselves in to believing that we can accomplish. So you've got to have small victories along the way. The other one, now listen, this is oxymoronic, if you will. But whatever you're trying to accomplish has to be easy and it has to be hard at the same time. It cannot be totally easy because if it's just easy, you'll do it and then you'll stop. Like, for example, for me, if I wanted to drop five pounds, now it's not easy to stop eating, but I could do it within a week or so. But as soon as I do, I'm going to stop worrying about losing weight after that. And I'm going to eat like crazy and probably gain it back in a couple of days. That's just too easy. But a hard goal would be that you have to live a lifestyle. You have to eat right. You have to take care of your body. You know, those things are a little harder, but your goals and what you're trying to accomplish and keeping yourself motivated, it has to announce publicly or with an accountability partner or with someone what you're trying to accomplish. Now that is extremely important. The more public you make what you're trying to do, the more you hold yourself accountable. If you don't, then it becomes a secret within yourself. When you're trying to stay motivated, it cannot be a secret within yourself. It has to be something you're going to hold yourself accountable for. So when you look at those five things, for me, you got to be able to see the bigger picture. You have to be able to do it. You have to have small victories and you have, it has to be both easy and hard at the same time. And you have to announce or make it public. Now let's talk about motivating others. Now what you're really trying to do when you motivate others is you're trying to form some type or a, a partnership, if you will, of joint understanding and cooperation in what you're trying to get accomplished. Now, a lot of people will falsely try to motivate employees and believe that they have the same mindset that the leader does. That generally is not the case. 
But if you're going to motivate employees, you've got to get on the same page with them. So let's talk about how do we get on the same page with employees? The first one, which is very difficult to do in a lot of environments because you have to spend a lot of time doing this. And I know it's really hard, but you've got to convince your employees you care about them. If you're going to motivate employees, if they don't think you care about them, it does not matter what you're trying to get them to accomplish. If they think that you as the leader or as the boss or the organization cares about them, you would not believe how much they will motivate in turn, not only be motivated, but motivate themselves. The second thing is you have to be trusting, or in other words, let me say this again, you have to be able to let them know that they can trust you and you have to understand your motives for getting them to do something. So if they trust you and they know that what you're trying to get them to accomplish is in the best interest of them, the organization, they have a tendency to do it. Let me try to explain that a little bit better. If I'm trying to get an employee to see their weaknesses and what they're really not doing and some things that they can really do to kind of make themselves better, they have to understand that my motives is pure and they can trust me to be able to do what's right for them. And sometimes that's moving them or sometimes that's doing something that's painful for them, but they got to know they can trust you and what your motives are. The other one is just like number one and the other one, you have to show them the bigger picture. They have to see down the road. They have to see where it is they're going. Every single day, people wake up with a couple of things on mind or in their mind. One is where they're going, and the other one is how they're going to get there. And, you know, when you don't know either one of those, then you stay very confused. And at your workplace, people don't really see the bigger picture of where you're trying to take them. They really don't follow. And if you want to keep employees motivated – Get them working towards where you're trying to take them with the bigger picture. Number four, you have to inspire when you lead them, not manipulate them. Now, manipulation is policies, procedures, stoplights, roads, traffic thing. Inspiration is them really intrinsically within themselves believing they're doing the right things and they're doing it because it makes them want to accomplish something bigger than themselves. So when you look, talk about motivation, when you're leading employees, you have to use more of an inspirational instead of a manipulation kind of mindset with employees. The more you inspire them, the more they'll do. One thing is that I've heard said often is that employees will always exceed expectations if they feel appreciated. Well, that's part of the inspiration. Once you inspire employees, employees become part of the solution, not the problem. So you have to find a way to inspire them, if you will. The fifth one, you got to create a partnership. The simplest way to create a partnership in any leadership relationship is the explanation of the why you're getting employees to do what they do. So when you explain the why, you're really telling them that you trust them. You're really telling them that you will promote together what needs to be done and you're in a partnership. So when you partner with people, I guarantee you they will absolutely change their outlook on not only themselves, but on you as a leader. So let's go over those right quick again. You must convince them that you care about them. They got to know they can trust you. That's number two. They have to be able to see the bigger picture. You need to inspire, not manipulate as your primary way of leading. And you got to create partnerships. It's so important to create partnerships. 
you know, these motivational tips that I've given you right there, I have used these myself and I use those quite often in my relationships with others. This is not just some where I'm telling you that I read these out of a book. These are real life, no BS stuff. This is straight from the real world of leadership. When I use these tips myself and I use them with others, man, I get so much more from folks and I get so much more commitment. You know, partnerships are really the way for us to get the best out of our employees. And so let's don't forget that if we want them to be the best, get them to understand really why they're trying to do it. So the leadership tip for the day, and you know what we call this, the no BS is stop waiting for someone to give you permission. Stop waiting for someone to give you permission to be great. Go out there today and do what you've put off forever that you've been wanting to do. My tip is just go out there and do it. Motivate yourself. Use those self-motivational tips that I gave you. And, you know, let us know how you're doing. So I'd like to thank you for joining us on today's podcast. LHLN is Leaders Helping Leaders Network was created so leaders could help each other. So thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Look forward for you joining us on the blogs and joining us on the podcast and in our classes. You know what? Stay safe out there and invested. You've been listening to the Straight Talk on Leadership podcast with Dean Crisp. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or Spotify so that you do not miss a future episode. Also, please visit our website, www.lhln.org, where you can find the show notes, links provided by our guests, and learn more about the Leaders Helping Leaders Network and our upcoming classes. Until our next episode in the No BS Zone, be sure to put your leadership into action every day. Thank you for listening.